Peace, power, family. This is Amir, the Chicago Crypto Hustler, Bitcoin Block. Billy coming to you once again with an early rising show of Coffee and Crypto, where we go through not only the top 20 coins, we go through the biggest gainers, sometimes the biggest losers, crypto news, and we do a little bit of charting over here. How we doing? New Money Matrix podcast, live Facebook, family. How we doing out there, cryptopreneurs? We can see we got a very, very, very nasty red day today. There's not a lot of green being shown. What is this down here? CNX up 15%. Wow, trading at a dollar uh 13. Hot seems to be holo is up what 91%. That can't be right. Hold on. That definitely can't be right. Let's uh let me see something real quick. Let me bring up Binance and let's go and take a look and see if Holo is actually up in the percentages that it's saying it is. Nope, BNB is the top runner on the Binance Exchange market. Uh let's look at BTC. That's the alt market, excuse me. Even in the BTC market. Let's look at last prices and see the lowest prices. So MPXX at 18, Dent at 27, BTT at 27, Holo at 33 sats. So yeah, I don't see what they're talking about. Hot is up. Um, it's been a couple of discrepancies on Coin360 lately. I don't know if I'm going to be able to keep utilizing this if it keeps giving us mixed information. Now this may be due to, let me see, what are they saying? It's trading at 0 0.0025. Let's see. Let's see exactly what we're trading at. There we go. See, over here it said it's trading at 0011. So we're going to have to check that out and see exactly why it's showing that. Because I definitely want to figure out why it's showing us that. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get... What do y'all want to do? The top 20? Or do y'all want to do crypto news first? Let me know exactly which route the viewers... You know, it's viewers' choice. Let me know which way you all want to go for those that are viewing in. And for the listeners that are going to be listening to the podcast later on, don't worry about it. We're going to get to one or the other fairly quickly. Let me see what the audience wants to do. Exactly, exactly, exactly. First day of true learning. Yes, definitely glad you was able to enter the market. Um, Justin Love, what's going on, brother Jason? Peace, power, and prosperity. Grand rising. How we doing out there, family? Um, let me see. I think the first thing we'll get into is the news. That way, from the top twenty countdown, we can go straight into charting. So. Let's cover, cover a couple of stories. First one being covered, Winklevoss Exchange, Gemini shuts down accounts over stable coin redemptions. So basically what's going on in here is you got a couple of OTC desks that are trying to redeem their GUSD for fiat, which is supposed to be redeemable dollar for dollar, almost like how gold used to be redeemable, redeemable per year dollars, not Federal Reserve notes, but bank notes or what was it? Continental, continental, uh, cash i forgot what the original dollar was before we went over the federal reserve notes but you used to be able to redeem one for one now there are individuals on here um just for instance the claims uh okay so there's one individual from latin america he said he had his account closed after he informed gemini that he planned to redeem several million dollars of gusd now gemini said in a statement that um and he said, they told us to the trader, determined that the account must be closed and that it was not able to elaborate on the specifics for this decision. So they basically told this individual that, look, we're not allowing you to redeem the GSD. We're actually closing your account. Now, I don't know if this means that we're closing your account to trade and closing your account to withdrawals. They just stated that they closed the account and they're saying that we're not able to elaborate on the specifications for the decision. Do you know how frustrating that probably is? For somebody to put a block in the road and then not, not explain why they put a block in the road. You know what I mean? But anyways, so they're having a little bit of trouble with their stable coin that they've created totally out of themselves. Totally out of thin air. Once again, I'm going to tell you all this again. People are printing money out of thin air. And this is another example where the Gemini, which is only a trust company. In fact, I believe it says it down here. Here we go. So it says the fact that cryptocurrency traders are frustrated with Gemini's offerings, perhaps nothing new, as the exchange isn't shy about its preference for institutional Wall Street traders, even launching a pricey ad campaign this year to promote itself as a regulated exchange. In response to inquiries about such claims, Gemini submitted the following statement and pay attention. Gemini is a tr New York trust company. And as a result of it being a trust company, some potential customers will be unable or unwilling to pass our robust compliance program. So they're saying that the means for you to get through and actually trade and redeem everything, they got a very, very strict 
compliance that you have to um go along with. Let's see. I think it was a, another individual in here that had a couple million that they wanted to redeem and they were not able to do so also. Um, where is that section of the story? Where was it? It was another individual that wanted to um do uh a withdrawal of a couple of million and they same thing. They did not allow the individual to do it. So just pay attention. This 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 is another this is another example of you not having full control because the control it has been put in the hands of another. So definitely be careful when you're out there trading the out the platforms that you're using, the choices that you're making as far as choosing to go from the digital and back into the fiat. Like I said, dude got a couple million. Look, he tried to redeem several million dollars and they told him no. So just pay attention to that family. Going on to the next story. Cypherpunk Valentine. Why shoppers spend Bitcoin on lingerie? And it's being brought to us by Coindesk. Um, it was re released February 6, 2019. Goes on to say the most cypherpunk way to celebrate Valentine's Day may be to buy lingerie with Bitcoin. Panties.com founder Leela Williams told Coindesk that she receives a handful of Bitcoin payments every month since she started accepting Bitcoin on March 2017. Pay attention to this family. This is what I have been trying to get establishments in Chicago to do for the past two years. You want to set precedents for any for any entrepreneurs out there, anyone out there that has their own business. You want to be able to set precedent within this cryptocurrency space, within this new money matrix that we're entering. You do not want to wait for your establishment, for another establishment, for the government to tell you, look, you need to start accepting crypto or look, you can accept crypto. You could have been accepting crypto. We have to be able to open up other payment options because think of it like this. Had she not opened up the option to pay with cryptocurrency, right? It could have affected the amount of proceeds that she made because you may have had individuals that only choose to shop with cryptocurrency, which is actually an advantage when you look at it. So peep this out, right? If I am living totally off crypto, we'll use Bitcoin as an example, and I choose not to transfer that cryptocurrency back into the form of a Federal Reserve note, thus putting myself back into the public. All I have to do is find entities, find establishments, find companies that are willing to accept not fiat, but Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies for their goods and their services. And I can just hold crypto. I don't have to turn it back into fiat in any way, shape or form. Going on with the story, it goes on to say, so this Valentine's, uh, this, so this Valentine's Day season. This individual, Ms. Leela Williams site, is running a campaign where all purchases paid in Bitcoin get a 15% off and a free pair of lace panties. Wow. Now, if that's not an incentive, if that is not one of many hell of incentives for individuals to use Bitcoin, look at what she's doing. She slashed prices 15% just so individuals can spend Bitcoin. Why would somebody do that with this new money the individuals are saying is going to go to shit? Think about it. Really, really sit back and pay attention to the amount of retail and institutional corporations or entities that are now accepting Bitcoin regardless of the price. The only ones that are worried about that price action is individuals that are looking to turn it back into Federal Reserve notes. Every other institute is looking for you to spend your Bitcoin with them at low prices. They weren't doing this at $20,000 Bitcoin. They weren't. You want to know why they're doing it right now with low prices? Because instead of me having to go out and purchase crypto or Bitcoin at a $3,000, $335,000, $3,400, why don't I just sell items for Bitcoin at $3,000, $3,500, That way, that item that I sold for Bitcoin, when Bitcoin does come back and go back to where it previously was, reaching the all-time highs once again, that panty and bra set that I sold for maybe 50 bucks is now the equivalent of, we'll say, $200. Even if it goes to $100, you have just sold your item for double the price without having to scam or fraudulently get over on anybody. Y'all catching this yet? Y'all see what the smart business individuals are doing in this space right now? Let me move on with the story. 
And Grand Rising, anybody that's tuning in, y'all already know when I'm going live and I'm actually, you know, going over the charts or reading the stories, I'm not able to see any comments, but I will come back over there and check the comments out in a minute. Anyways, going on with the story, it goes on to say some Bitcoin fans might be reluctant to spend their crypto on apparel. Yet, lingerie in particular, in particular, is often viewed as aficionado, I don't even know what this word is, hold on, as a purchase similar to jewelry. Let's see. Copy. Let's go over here. Because me, personally, I don't like going over words that I have no definition of. Okay. Aficionado is a person who is very knowledgeable and enthusiastic about an activity, subject, or pastime. That's what we do over here on Coffee and Crypto, New Money Matrix. When we see words we don't comprehend or understand, we don't just rush through them because then you might not understand the whole uh, sentence that was given. So we stop. We take our time out. And we figure out exactly the words that we're using. So, like I said, once again, that word is a person who is very knowledgeable and enthusiastic about a, a activity, subject, or a pastime. So, yet again, yet lingerie in particular is often viewed by knowledgeable individuals with enthusiasts for a certain subject as a purchase similar to jewelry, an investment in a piece of fine craftsmanship. If Bitcoin is an investment, then spending Bitcoin on lingerie from women-led companies that accept crypto like Naja and Kala, both of which pay garment makers above average wages and use fair trade materials, is a way to invest in women. Speaking of this broader industry dynamic, <coughs> Rebecca Migodorov, an alum, alumna of Ethereum Venture Studio Consensus System and currently the CEO of lingerie brand Kala, told Coindesk that the industry is seeing a woman-led revolution in terms of product. The, and what that means is that women are stepping up to the plate and allowing their services, goods, and products to be sold or giving up for the trade of BTC and other cryptocurrencies. The best way to support crypto adoption, she says, is for consumers to show there's demand in the market. And I couldn't agree more. That's why Rick Shadok, a member of Digital Currency Association, said he used Bitcoin he acquired during the market peak in 2017 to buy his wife panties for the anniversary because there's no volatility in lacy under things. Very nice point he made. Um, it turned out to be a wise exchange because BTC went down 80%, Shadok said in the email. Panties were, at, were a much better investment than Bitcoin in 2018. Wow. Stepping back. The American lingerie industry is widely dominated by corporations and controversial labor uh, practices, since bras in particular are difficult to mass produce and must be partially assembled by hand. For example, Victoria's Secret, majority owned by billionaire Lex Wexner, has reportedly relied on cheap prison labor and child labor. Damn, I'm surprised they're putting this in here. Hmm. Lingerie companies with higher ethics. Now, let me stop and go back here. I know a lot of y'all women that out there that love Victoria's Secrets probably did not know that there were inmates, convicts, and, you know, criminals actually making the very panties that you put on you and the very bras that you wear. How was that for information? Going on with the story, it goes on to say lingerie companies, and this is all this also 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 hits another hard point. That some of those major industries, those major corporations, those brand names that we wear are profiting off the backs and detriment of not only those kept in bondage and slavery, but also the children kept in bondage and slavery, which is child labor. Going on, it goes on to say that lingerie companies with higher ethical standards but less corporate power face rampant advertisement censorship from subscription sites like Patreon to digital porters like Google and Instagram. There are enormous problems with advertising, even luxury lingerie, Panties.com founder Williams said. Williams told Coindeck that in addition to having trouble with Google ads, Facebook frequently bans her advertisement and labels them sexual content, even if the picture features a woman in a modest satin robe and nightgown. Now, I'm going to say you, I'm going to tell you this. That's interesting that Facebook is banning this woman's business um, ads for panties and bras and lingerie and such when you can see full out penetration on Facebook that's been shared a million times that has X amount of views on it but they want to block this woman pay attention to the powers that be and how they work family but I guarantee you they're not going to block a, uh, a Victoria's Secret ad it goes on to say Migodorov's Collar brand has the same issue converting shoppers through social media platforms like Instagram which often mislabel niche 
uh, lingerie advertisements as pornography. Wow. As such, Migodorov said that the lingerie industry could benefit from censorship resistance platforms with smooth Bitcoin payment options. The only trouble both Williams and Migodorov say is that the lingerie industry isn't particularly tax savvy. Until crypto friendly retail platforms like Open Bazaar or Ad Ledger gain traction with mainstream audiences, siloed websites may limit boutique advertisement and sales. Hold on, let me see. What is Open Bazaar? I wonder if this is anything like BCD Bazaar. Let's find out. Open Bazaar is getting up for not just Bitcoin. Okay, I thought that was a link to the actual website, but I guess not. Let's see if they got a link to their website. And I might have to cover this story later on. I'm not going to cover it now. I might cover this in a separate uh, podcast. Yeah, I'm going to do some research on what the uh, Open Bazaar is getting. Hmm, interesting. I'm going to do, uh, do some research on exactly what. The, now, this may be, while I'm looking for a website, this may be a hands-on peer-to-peer. Um, it looks to be almost like a flea market sort of setting. And it does not seem to be over here within the Americas. This looks like somewhere maybe India, Asia, the Philippines. I'm, I'm going to do my research and figure out exactly where it's at, family. Don't even worry about it. But um, it goes on to say... That uh, speaking to her 33-year experience in the lingerie industry, first launching a website, then accepting credit card payments before most of the competitors. Key. You see, she accepted credit card payments before most of her competitors. Wouldn't you like to be the one that accepts cryptocurrency and Bitcoin before most of your competitors? He goes on to say, yes, computers were the big disappointment of 1990, but they aren't anymore. And I believe that one day the same will be said of Bitcoin. We have slow growth. Williams said she might be interested in processing her own Bitcoin uh, payments someday if the technology becomes more user friendly, which is, is, I don't know how, how Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, once you get into the space, is very user friendly. A lot of this stuff I could skate through easily. A lot of this stuff my son could skate through easily. It all boils down to you putting the effort in. Just as easy as individuals can utilize Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram. Because if, if you've never used those entities and you just now have, you know, gotten a smartphone and you're just now logging on to those, you don't know what the hell is going on. You have to learn how to use the platform. That goes with anything. Cryptocurrency usage is no different. Goes on to say one of the problems with Bitcoin is that when you push the button, it is gone, gone, gone. There is no recourse, William said, adding she occasionally holds some Bitcoin savings rather than immediately converting it to fiat. Boom. She just hit it on the head. Using traditional credit card processors, she pays more than 3% of her earnings each month, in addition to a 75-month fee, which dwarfs BitPay's average 1% transaction fee. Payment Beyond payment processors like BitPay and Shopify, which offer the comfortable guarantee of recourse if something goes wrong, several plug-and-play Bitcoin node devices have emerged over the past six months that leverage the Lightning Networks to reduce network fees to unprecedented, unprecedented lows. Node retailers like Mike Luxack, co-founder of French startup Noddle, and Lightning in a Box co-founder Norman Moore in New York, both told Coindesk that they expect 2019 to see gradual adoption across merchant sectors because education is the biggest hurdle to adoption outside the tech industry. And that's why the work that I do, the information that I share is so much more, in my opinion, important than that, which others are just focusing on price, 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 price. But no one's telling you all how to orchestrate in this space. No one's telling you all how to go buy and sell. No one's telling you all how to set a stop limit. No one's telling you all how to read these in the form of Bitcoin or Satoshi being the lead currency, which is usually the currency that you're trading in. As I've always said many a time, comprehension is key. Goes on to say, we are trying to sell not one node per shop before a group of shops to show them that this can bring them more Bitcoin. Luxac said, speaking proudly about a wide range of vendors, it's a problem of trying to educate people and show that a node can bring them or what a node can bring them. Excuse me. <clears throat> Adoption may be slow across the lingerie industry, but it continues on a steady incline. That's all you need is organic, nice, steady growth. In a sector of fashion economy where female entrepreneurs are often censored and sidelined, cryptocurrency payments offer a way for shoppers to directly empower businesses they believe are challenging corporate norms. More people ask to use Bitcoin over the phone than ask to use Discover Card. And, and, and keep in mind what they just said. Going on to the last story that we will be covering. 
Um, data says U.S. traders are most active across uh, major crypto exchanges. Hmm, I don't know. Let's see. New data shows that the United States, once again, they're stating that the United States, not the U.S. of A, not America, the United States of America. No, the U.S., which is a corporate entity. It shows that the United States traders are the most active major uh, crypto exchange, are the, major, are the most active across major crypto exchanges, according to a February 4th tweet from data anal analytics from uh, firm Datalight. The U.S. has the highest distribution of traders, 60% on major crypto exchanges and wallet Coinbase, while on Binance, Bittrex, and Polynex, U.S. traders make up around 24, 27 to 28% of the total crypto traders, respectfully, respectively. American traders are less represented on Hong Kong-based crypto exchange, Bitfinex, and at 10% of the traders on the exchange, while Gemini traders make up 13%. Earlier this year, Bittrex launched an over-the-counter trading desk that offers around 200 crypto assets. OTC trading has become extremely popular among institutional investors looking to trade in large volumes, as previously reported by Cointelegraph. Since the beginning of the year, trading records have been reporting lower numbers, according to a previous article by Cointelegraph. Coinbase was experiencing lows that they have not seen since 2017, with the BTC USD market at allegedly around $1 billion in January. And what they're showing you right now, for those that are watching the geographical distribution of crypto traders, you can see how much we have in the Binance um, versus Russia, Turkey, United Kingdom, Germany, and then the other. Coinbase, we have the highest user, um, user base on Coinbase per the rest of the world. Now, I'm not seeing Africa on here. Um, we got we'll be basically just showing you United States, France, Germany, Italy, the United Kingdom, Russia, Ukraine, Italy, Vietnam. Hmm, strange, because I know Africa has a nice amount of funds coming in to this cryptocurrency space. I wonder how that. Okay, they're basing off these different exchange markets, though. I got it. Anyways, moving right along, earlier this year, Bittrex entered into the OTC market, which offered around 200 crypto assets to investors on their platform. OTC trading, which has become extremely popular among institutional investors looking to trade in large volumes, as previously reported by Cointelegraph. Since the beginning of the year, trading records have been reporting large numbers, according to a previous report by Cointelegraph. Coinbase was experiencing lows that they have not, they, they have not, that have not been seen since 2017. While the Bitcoin and USD pair traded at around, they just said that. I don't know why they just doubled back and said that again. But that was, you know, they're letting you know that there is a large number of US traders. But now let's look at the percentage of crypto holders in the US. So, right here it says, fewer than 10% of Americans, inv Americans invest in crypto. A new study, when was this released? I wonder when this was released. Let's see how old this study is. Oh, okay, March 19, 2018. Hmm. I want something a little more up to date. Let's see. Let's see if we can find something more up to date. But last year, they said a new study discovered that when it comes to crypto, Americans just aren't buying it. In fact, of 2001, American adults surveyed, only 7.9% have purchased cryptocurrency. Let's see, 2019. Let's see, what percentage? It's probably the same. Now, see, this is telling us something totally different. In here, and this is CNBC. This is CNBC reporting that as of March 16th, 5% um, of Americans own some. The share of Americans who own several other digital known uh, other well-known digital tokens underscores how far these currencies have gone. Less than 2% of Americans own Ethereum and less than 1% own Ripple. Now, like I said, a lot of these are from last year's statistic. I wish we could have an updated look, which I'm going to find it. Don't even worry. I'm not going to find it on our time or our viewer or live time, but I am going to find that information that we're looking for. So, got, got the news out the way. You already know what time it is. We're going on 24 minutes within the New Money, pod, New Money Matrix podcast. And you already know we live coffee and crypto with the Bitcoin block bully. How we doing out there, family? Now, let's go ahead and start off with our top 20 countdown. Let's see. Right now, we got as a circulating market cap, 
we get $112,708,509,264. And that is per coin market cap. The Wizards Live, we're going to be in. You have great intel and insights to help the people find their way through the new money matrix. Yes, sir. Keep up the great work. Thank you, Brother Polo. Thank you. <clears throat> also, um, um, the missus wanted to know, what did you have any other shoes available over there? She was trying to grab another pair of shoes if you had. Um, let's get on to the countdown though. 24 hour volume, we got 7 billion, 826 million, 10,142 dollars. BTC dominance right now is at a 53.47%. Bitcoin right now, big bank ain't coming in at number one, trading at 3,440 dollars, down 1.5% within the last 24 hours, up 0.04% within the last hour. Coming in at number two, we got Ripple trading at 29 cents, down 2.1% within the last 24, up 0.2% within the last hour. Let me slow myself down. Coming in at number three, we got Ethereum trading at 106 dollars. $106.37, down 3.6%, but up 0.2% within the last hour, and at 3.6% within the last 24. So if we're looking at Ethereum being down, well, it was down to 102 and now being up to 106, that's there's profit being made. Uh, coming in number four, we got EOS. EOS right now, oh, excuse me, trading at a price of $2.35. Now, even though it's down 1.9% within the last 24, we're up 0.5% within the last hour. So we're almost seeing gains of not almost, but 0.5% on our way up to 1%. Coming in at number five, we got Tether, United States dollar Tether, trading at $1.01. And right now it's down 0.3% within the last 24. Coming in at number six, we got Bitcoin Cash, trading at $113, down 3% within the last 24, though it's up 0.7%, almost a, almost a percentage, um, within the last hour. Coming in at number seven, we got Litecoin, trading at $32.84, down 3% within the last 24, though we're up 02 Eight percent within the last hour. Coming in at number eight, we got Tron trading at two pennies. That's right, Tron coming in at two pennies, family. Trading at two dollars. I mean, trading at two pennies, and it's down two point five percent within the last twenty-four. Though we are up 0.5 within the last hour. Coming in at number nine, we got Stella Lumis, who continues to decline, continues to decline, which, in my opinion, has one of the most um, closest concepts, closest abilities. It comes closer to being a decentralized, truly decentralized and sovereign form of payment method versus Ripple, in my opinion. I'm expecting Stella to really, really, truly amaze some people. In fact, don't worry about it. I'm going to be doing a more in-depth look at Stella, and I'm gonna be going to be trying to start using Stella as a payment method for certain products and uh, services. Uh, coming in at number 10, we got Binance Coin trading at $8.11. Right now it's down. No, excuse me. Binance. Wait, eight dollars and eleven cents. Hmm. Let's refresh this real quick. Has Binance bounced back up? Yep. Per coin market, I mean live coin watch. In fact, let's see if we can get. Let's see. Hmm. Binance trading at eight oh seven. Okay. Okay. Very nice. Very nice growth. So, Binance Coin is at $8.11, respectively, across the board. Right now, up 12.8% within the last 24 hours. Up 0.44. Ah, I just changed. Up 0.36% within the last hour. Coming in at number 11, we got Bitcoin SV, Bitcoin Satoshi Vision. Bitcoin Cash SV on Binance, as it was an original fork of Bitcoin Cash, which is an original fork of uh, Bitcoin. So, this is a fork of a fork. Uh, coming in trading at $62.51, down 5.3% within the last 24, though we're up 1.5% within the last hour. Family, check this out. When we look at the money that we make at banks, when we look at the amount of percentages they give us on top of what we have originally placed in there, and it doesn't have anything to do with the amount of fees they may take. A lot of banks have a monthly fee for you holding there, for them holding, not even holding, for, the, for you allowing them. Check this out. So, how a bank works. You give a bank money, the bank takes that money, goes and trades with it, and then charges you a monthly fee to hold your money that they're trading with in their custody. Very nice, banks. Very nice. Anyways, coming in at number 12, we got Cardano. Um, oh, what I wanted to say, though, was even holding your money in the bank, right, you'll probably see 1% to 5% maybe at the end of the year gains. And, and like I said, once again, remember the amount of fees you may be paying. That may get eaten up in fees. But with Bitcoin SV, with crypto in general, they just seen a 1.8% increase in, a, in an hour. So a year or an hour? Hmm. 
You make the decision. Coming in number 12, we got Cardano trading at 3 cent, down 3.6% within the last 24, up 0.7% within the last hour. Coming in number 13, we got Monero, XMR, another privacy coin, the first privacy coin, top privacy coin. Let me not call it the first because I believe Dash was the first. But I believe the top privacy coin, as it is number 13 on the coin market cap, is Monero. Trading at $43.20. Right now, it's down 1% within the last 24. Coming in number 14, we got IOTA trading at 23 cent. Wow, IOTA down from the quarter that it was trading at. Remember, IOTA was $0.25, cent, down $0.23 cent right now. I may go snatch up some IOTA at $0.23. Um, hmm. Let me put this out there also, family. I'm not a financial advisor in any way, shape, or form. Please do not take anything that I'm saying as any type of financial advice that you would use in your decision-making when looking to invest in any type of cryptocurrency, stock, ETF, commodity, or security. This is just for entertainment. Just for entertainment. Coming in at number four, 15, we got Dash trading at $66.16, down 3.9% within the last 24 hours. Um, coming in at number 16, we got Neo trading at $6.91. Let me see something. Let me make sure that this thing is. Some, something's not looking right. Let me make sure. Family, am I, let me make sure I'm still being heard. Um, UPS. Do this weekend, you can look over the invoice data sheets with me at zero cost to you. Ha, <laughs> my man, my man, that's what I'm talking about. Got you, got you, got you, got you. I'm gonna hit you as soon as I'm done with this, all right, my brother. All right, so where were we at? Okay, Dash, yep, $66.16, down 3.8% within the last 24 hours, up 0.02% within the last hour. Coming in number 16, we got Neo trading at $6.91, down 2.6% within the last hour, up, nope, down 0.7% within the last hour. Coming in number 17. Ethereum Classic, which is the original Ethereum, for those that do not know, that's why it's called ETC, Ethereum Classic. This is the original form of Ethereum. Before Ethereum was hard forked and you have what you now have as Ethereum or ETH. What happened was there was a hack, I believe 50 million, I may be off by the numbers, but it was a um, multi-million dollar hack that happened when Ethereum was just ETC or the original um, protocol. What happened was you had one side of the developers that was like, look, we need to create a whole new blockchain to come back from this hack. The other half was like, no, nah, we want to keep the original protocol how it is. You know, that was just whatever happened. Let's keep it going. And you had two individuals, two developers or two groups of developers fork or make a new protocol, new blockchain. So now you have Ethereum Classic and you got Ethereum. But never forget, Ethereum Classic is the original Ethereum. So, and it's trading at $3.84. Down 3.5% within the last hour, 24, up 0.3% within the last hour. Coming in number 18, we got Neem trading at $0.03. Cent, down 9. Point, wow, 9.5% losses on Neem. Um, coming in number 19, we have another stable coin, USD coin, trading at $1.03. Right now, it's evened out for the most part as far as losses or gains. And coming in, last but not least, we have Maker trading at $398.94, down 1.4% within the last 24, up 0.1% within the last hour. Now, just going a little bit past the top 20. Couple of coins that I usually pay attention to. Zcash trading at $46.60. Right now it's down 4.4%. There goes at 44 within the last 24 hours. Another one that I highly, highly suggest individuals. I don't know if y'all noticed, but you can lease waves out on a late waves wallet. Let's just say you're long term on waves, right? Let's say you're going to be holding waves for anywhere from a year to five years. Would you not want to buy waves and receive dividends? From you leasing those waves out to a leasing pool, all the while being held on your decentralized exchange wallet. Meaning within your wallet, private wallet, decentralized wallet, meaning you got the private keys to them, meaning no one else can access the wallet without the private keys. You are actually able to interact, buy and sell different currencies right from within the wallet. And you're also able to, I mean, I wouldn't call it staking, but you're also able to lease, but it's the equivalent to staking, your Waves coins. You're also able to create tokens using the Waves wallet uh, protocol. Now, for those that don't know, Waves is backed by Russia. This is a Russian-made entity, so keep that in mind. Let's take a look at the top 20 or top gainers real quick within the last 24 hours. Now, so far, do we have any questions from the family? Do we have any questions out there? There we go. So look, we're going to start looking at this in the last 24 and in the last hour. So in the last hour, we've got Bitcoin SV coming up, Apollo, Holo, Red, KuCoin, Steam. Let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all something. 
when you got Steam at 27 cents, man. Steam, let's let's take a look at Steam real quick. 27 cents Steam. Do y'all know what the Steam platform is and how Steam is utilized? Let's take a look at this year with Steam. Oh, Steam was $3. Oh, Steam was $5. Let's see. Let's look at it all time. Steam's been around since 2016. $3.69 came down flatline 17, 15, 16 cent. Came back up $2. Flatline came back down 90 cent dollar. Now this is when the this right here is around the big FOMO of 2017. I don't even count this because this was just pure pump. I, I usually take the I mean we look at it, yeah, it got up six dollars, seven dollars and ninety cent at all in total. I believe that's the high. Anyways, we came back down, hit $1.56, jumped back up to $3.70, which is exactly the same thing the Bitcoin did. Exactly looks like a Bitcoin card. It actually looks exactly like the Bitcoin card uh, chart. But once again, right now, we back at our lows. Now, are we at the lows that we were at back here? 14, 15, 16 cents? Nah. But Steam is trading at 26, 27, 32 cents. I project Steam will bring back some very great returns for an investor. Let's go ahead and take a look at the rest of the top coins within the uh, top runners. Let me get back up here. Turn this back around. Uh, let me come back over there. I'm about to come over now. I'm about to see if we have any type of questions from the family. Like I said, once I, when I'm doing this, uh, I can't see your questions or comments. So, um, okay. So, I'm not seeing any comments. I'm not even seeing any viewers. I don't know if that's my device. Hmm. It's showing I have absolutely no viewers on Foy Facebook. So, family, I don't know if y'all out there. I may be talking to the speak, uh, preaching to the wall, talking to a wall right now. It may not be no one even tuned in, but I'm going to continue. We're going on 36 minutes right now. New Money Podcast, New Money Matrix Podcast, excuse me, and Coffee and Crypto Live with the Bitcoin Block Bully on Facebook. Um, okay, Brother Marco Polo says he's in here. I don't know. When I'm looking at my live and it's telling me I have zero uh, viewers. I don't know why it's saying that. I, 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 I honestly, I don't know. What do I think of Tron? Um, me personally. Now, Ojum, let me tell y'all something. A lot of people confuse you being cautious with something or you not promoting or promoting something with price action. So you got cryptocurrencies out there that I don't talk about, won't talk about, that I don't agree with, but they might see good price action. So somebody will be like, okay, you didn't agree with it, but look, it's doing good. It's doing good. It, look how it's pumping. I don't care about that. It has nothing to do with the technology. It has nothing to do with the advancement of the company itself. Nothing at all. So when you see individuals that are like, okay, uh, why aren't you behind this one? Look at it pumping. Because I'm not. Because I may not agree with something that they have as far as their um, business proposal or the legal framework. So when we look at Tron, I've been seeing a lot of red flags about Tron. I'm not, I'm not speaking out against it. I'm not telling anybody not to invest in it. All I'm telling you is that I have been seeing a lot of red flags about trying. In fact, let's, let's, let's do this. I'm never even look, let's look, look up red flags. Let's look up Tron. Let's see what happens. Wow. Off top, let me see. Tron, a 10th largest cryptocurrency by market cap, received a red flag for possibly plagiarizing portions of his white paper. Um, Tron's white paper raises more red flags than a worker's parade. White papers, blah, 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 blah. Now, let's see. Let's type in the word caution. Remember, you can use choice words and see what pops up. Uh, Tron is just garbage, says Ripple and Stella co-founder. Wow. Tron reaches 1 million users addressed in six months. A simple guide. Now, I know something's been coming out that's been telling people to be careful with Tron because it may be listed as a security. Let's see. Let's see what the news has to say. Now, I know there are a number of different news articles. Uh, let's see. Wow, check this out. This is new that I did not know. And it came out January 16th. So ABCC is an exchange market that I do use. I've made plenty of withdrawals out of it. So it's, it's definitely, I haven't had no problems with it. And they offer coins that are not available everywhere. You can go over there and actually obtain the Grin token 
um, amongst other. But um, it partnered with Tron to list TRC10 tokens, which are uh, tokens created on the Tron network. Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay, so January 16th, um, the CEO of Tron came out and said it's not a security. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, just from a trader's point of view, Tron's been doing beautiful. I've actually um, promoted, not promoted Tron. I've actually have um, have gone into, how do I say? I, I mean, I, I've checked off Tron. Just a couple of weeks ago, I put a nice um, information out about Tron, a heads up. And a couple of individuals were able to, you know, um, profit off of it. So always remember this, family. Because you can profit does not mean that something is or is not a scam. I'm going to say this again. Because you can profit does not mean something is or is not a scam. You can profit off things that are labeled scams. You can profit off something that is a shit coin, as many say it. You can profit off anything if enough people invest in it. It does not go to the validity of said um, object or product or whatever the case may be. It just doesn't. Brother Jamar, what's going on? How we doing, bruv? KBC. Hey, let's let's take a look at KBC. KBC been running hard. Um, I actually, what did I use to invest in KBC? Oh, hit BTC. So I sent funds over to hit BTC in order to grab up some KBC coin. Cause like I said, I'm not stupid on on on, on profits. If I see a profit somewhere and I, I look and I see a profit could be made, I'm gonna go get that profit. So I seen a profit in Grin. I seen a possible profit in Grin, and I seen a possible profit in KBC as it was rising. So what did I do? I went and invested in them. Real easy. Let's see. Let's take a look at uh real quick. Let's take a look at coin signals. And we'll take a look at both Grin and KBC. In fact, family, do we have any coin requests as of right now? Any type of coin requests out there coming from the family? Um what's going on 953. We're going on 41 minutes on the new money matrix podcast. So I'm gonna be ending this shortly. But do we have any type of questions or anything going on right now? Damn, Smartland's coming all the way back down. Smartland's with an amazing, amazing run in 2000 and, uh, the end of 2018. Right now, coming back and giving back, damn there, all of that profit. Coming back, giving all of it back. Uh, let's see. Let's take a look at KBC first. KBC. Um, hmm. Let's look at it versus the dollar first and see what's going on. There we go. Very, very, very nice. So check this out, family. Check this out. Remember, we had the run up of KBC. Came back down. Where did we find support? 23%. Came up resistance at 50. Tracked that 38% retracement level for a moment. For a moment, Came back down. Now, what these are called are retests. This is a test of the 23. Another test of the 23. These are also tests. They tested the 50% retracement level. They also tested the 50% retracement level here. So peep this out. We have a test, a test. Both failed. This failed to be brought down to the downside. This failed to continue going to the upside. Came back down, another test. Though we were able to broke, break momentarily, look what happened. We only broke this, what is this? This is a day chart. So one, two, three, about five days, almost not even a week. We trailed under the 23% retracement level. The minute we broke it, nice, nice breakout. Very nice breakout running to the 50% retracement level. Now, what happened? We ran up to the 50% retracement level, tested it once again, and failed. What happened? We broke back down. This was the last test that did it. <whistles> Jump. Bro, I'm talking about blew past the 38% <coughs> retracement level, the 50% retracement level, and the 61% retracement level. Now, what happened? Broke back down, came back. Retested that 23% area slightly. And what happened? Very nice execution where we bounced off and we met the highs of 78% for another test. Remember, this is your previous test at that 78%. We broke back down, tested it again. Now, this time when we tested the 78% retracement level, which is at two cent, we broke back down to the 61% level, which is at one cent. Trailed, consolidated sideways, broke down momentarily. Look at this. Look what happened. Look at that test right there. I don't know if y'all can see this. Let me blow this up a little bit. Look at that test right there at that 50% once again. Look at that test. Remember, it was resistance back here. 
Resistance. Remember, resistance, support, resistance are the one in the same lines, just in different time frames. Now it's support. Look at that level of support. Tapped it. Bounce clean up. And what happened? We used 78% as our new level of support. So what I'm seeing right now is support and resistance levels being strongly rejected or supported and honored. And you can easily play them. So we have a test. We came up. We ran up. We got our, our, our high again. Right now we are consolidating to the sideways. I mean, what would be hard about me placing buy orders here? Sell orders here. Buy orders here. Sell orders here. Stop losses maybe here or maybe where that top level of resistance is right there. Stop limit levels. Now, let's take a look at KBC versus BTC. Oh, not library credits. In fact, I'm going to come back and take a look at the KBC. There we go. Let's take a look at it versus Bitcoin. Mm. Same function. Pretty much the same. Nah, nah. Now, I want, I want to show you all something. I want to show you all something. This is why I tell y'all you have to pay attention to the USD and BTC value because it's going to show you two totally different things. So when we come over here and we look at KBC versus the dollar, right? Remember how the chart looks. Look at this. Look at this pump in USD. Then the bottom rally, bottom rally, bottom rally. But remember, this is only dictated by the price of BTC, not the actual BTC itself. So as BTC fluctuates up and down, it's going to show you a different pattern of KBC. Let's go back and look at KBC versus BTC. Now looking at KBC versus Bitcoin, we can see we have very nice growth, solid growth. Um, this is September of 2018 coming in out of a low of, what would that be? Uh, I can barely see it. 85 sats. Wow. 85 satoshis. That's not even a penny, family. Not even a penny. And right now, where are we trading at per coin? We got we went from 85 sats to currently trading at 764 satoshis. That's right. 764 sats. So, KBC very seeing very nice growth. Um I mean, over since its inception, really, this thing, yeah, look at that. Nice growth. Very nice growth. So, I mean, when you see charts like this from a chartist point of view, from an analyst point of view, from a technical analyst point of view, you can't ignore it. I would be stupid to be like, oh, I don't believe in the project, so I'm not going to invest in it. No, 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 no. Not a wise choice, in my opinion. In my opinion, remember, this is me. This is how I work. Not any other institute, uh, trading group. Investors, none of that. This is how the Bitcoin block bully works. Now, let's go and take a look at Grin. Let's take a look at Grin versus the dollar first. Whew. Not looking good. Not looking good at all. So, family, that's Grin on the dollar chart. I mean, I ain't really nothing for me to look at. Let's take a look at it versus Bitcoin. Same thing. Same thing. So, in fact, let's see. Let me see something with Grin real quick. Because I'm going to tell y'all something. These is the ones that... I'm going to tell you something. Grin has one hell, one hell of a following right now. Hold on. One hell of a, a amazing following. Let's see. This is versus the dollar. So, check this out. Grin came out and was trading at high to 14 and 15 bucks. High of, no, high of $14.38 and high of $14.60. Right now, it's trading at $4.50. I mean, once again, family, you don't have to go all in in any one of these things. Also, remember, I'm not a financial advisor. But if I was going to play Grin, I would think I would start placing small little bets on it. You know what I mean? A little bit here at $4.50. Even if I bought one. Even if you came over here and bought one at $4.50 and it went back up to $14. You know what type of percentage increase that is? Even though you might look at it like, oh, I, only, I only gained $10. What financial instrument out there right now are you doing this with? Please explain to me. Please explain. Um, let's see. Do we got any more questions, comments? Okay, no more questions and comments as of right now. Um, hmm. I guess we can take a look at some of my favorite coins. 
In fact, no, you know what we're going to take a look at real quick? Let's take a look at the stock market. Let's take a look at a couple of the stocks that I'm invested in. Let's go to Trading View. Let's take a look at a couple of cannabis stocks. Take a look at a couple of uh, tech stocks. AMD being one. Let me see. Secure profits on all coins. Bitcoin imminent breakout. Secure profits on all coins. I definitely agree with that. While Bitcoin is either going down or sideways, you should be trading against BTC, Ethereum. Look, this is what I want y'all to understand. These different markets. When you see different markets, right? First off, let me tell y'all this because it's a lot of individuals that don't understand that when you are trading in one of these markets, the currency you're trading in, you can go to any one of these markets and trade in it. So if I bought BNB, right? I can go sell it for BTC, Alt, or USD. I don't have to go through another. Okay, a lot of individuals that call me like, hey, look, I want to sell my, we'll use Wabi, for instance, for Bitcoin, but I bought it in Ethereum. Do I have to sell it for Ethereum and go back and buy it? No, it is. People are making this a lot more complicated than it has to be. Any currency you hold, if they have an open air market for it, you can freely go sell that currency for whatever they are given the option of it to be sold for. You don't have to transact it back into whether and you ain't got to do all that. If I got BTT, I can go sell it for anything that it's available for. If I got Ethereum, I can go sell it for anything that's available for as long as it's on that exchange market. I don't have to like go through another currency and then come back through that other one. So if I'm holding Theta, right? If I'm holding Theta, let's say that it's down in BTC up in AT, uh, up in Ethereum, and higher up in BNB. You have the option to sell it for whichever one you want. Just understand whichever one you're selling it for, that's what you're gaining. So if I'm holding NEO and it's going up in BNB token, I'm gaining BNB tokens. If I'm holding it and it's going up in ETH, I have the option to not sell it in BNB, but go sell it in ETH if I want Ethereum tokens. You being able, the, the currency pairs are for you to grow the pair that it is paired with. So when we look at alts, right? And we see coins over here that are paired with not just Ethereum, but Ripple. This is allowing you to grow your Ripple account without having to buy and sell Ripple. This is allowing you to grow your Ethereum account without having to buy and sell Ethereum. You know? Always understand that and remember that. So, anyways, let's see. Let's get over here. Let's go and take a look at some charts. Family, do we got anything we, uh, hmm, you know what I'm going to do? With that being said, this section of the live, I'm going to cut the podcast off of because it doesn't make no reason for me to try to do charting and they can't see it. So um, I'm going to end the New Money Matrix podcast with this. I want to thank everyone that was able to come over and listen to the New Money Matrix podcast. I hope this was helpful in any way, shape, or form. Um, also, I don't know if individuals know, you can direct or leave a message. You can leave a voice message on the uh, podcast. If you go to the main page, it should say voice message and it should give you the option to press that and leave me a voice message. If you got any stories you want me to follow, if you got any coins you want me to review, um, <laughs> anything that you want added to the show, anything that you don't like about the show, you can leave me a voice message. You can leave me a voice message on the new money matrix podcast family. Always remember that also for the listeners, for the listeners that choose and may want to donate, you can donate to me via cash app at Dollar sign A L A M I R A K. Once again, that's Cash App. Dollar sign A L A M I R A K for the Cash App donators. You can definitely donate. I mean, something as small as a dollar for the effort and the work that I put forth. Also, you can donate cryptocurrency. For those that do wish to donate crypto, you can uh, inv- uh, email me at cryptonomicconsole at gmail.com. Once again, that's C-R-Y-P-T-O-N-O-M-I-C-C-O-N-S-U-L at gmail.com. This is for my podcast listeners, family. I want to thank you all for tuning in to the next uh, podcast. This is Amir, the Chicago Crypto Hustler, Bitcoin Block Bully. Peace, power, and prosperity, family. I'm out of here.